This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Anatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I don't know what this assisting means. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself there? Uh, what do I call you? Mr. Death? Death? Boss? Not yet. <laughs> I'm Kevin. You will see this old man who looks similar to what Mithrin used to look like, but about 15 years older. And you will see that his entire hand is just basically one giant fan brace, all just armored to, like, the nth degree. But he looks you right in the eye and he says, Well met. I'm Florian. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Carl. And I'm Tinsian, the despotic DM of Death Before Dishonor, dastardly dashing ahead with all sorts of freeform creative ideas on the fly. <laughs> the D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Florian. I'm Kevin. And nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> they might not expect it, but they have it. <laughs> Today Hello. is yes, is Friday, February sixth, and this is episode one sixty six. Or as we were joking earlier, six sixty six, because everyone is sick. Well, almost everyone. I'm not. I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kevin feels great. Everyone else is going to hack this episode. And uh, yeah, last time the world was ending in our game as well. Lots of trees marching on and ghosts and everyone had their own private army. I, had, I think uh, horses and mounted guys wearing made of leather. I don't know. Tinsy's going to catch us up on where we are currently. It's the Dungeon Master. Here we go. Okay. Anybody who knows what goes with hacking, because this group is going to provide the hacking today. Slashing! Yes! <laughs> 500 bonus experience points and or a tissue. <laughs> I will go with the yeah, tissue Okay. 500, Alex. We have the new bribable currency for yes. the game. All right. Bear with us. We're all kind of sick. I'm still recovering. Everyone else is... Pretty much in the hole, except for uh, the invincible Ice Man, known as Mithrin. Who's really yeah. he's preserved well with alcohol. That's really just oh, absolutely, is. yeah. That's actually true. You probably did pickle everything. Mm-hmm. Probably the Walking uh, Zombie Apocalypse. If you ever came down below a blood alcohol content of point oh two. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's so mean. Speaking of apocalypses, uh, Zentari was right. There is an issue. It looks like the war has started in earnest, or the attack has started in earnest on the prison. You guys are about a mile away coming down um, towards it. You're seeing something in the air. Hang on. We're seeing something in the air. It looks like a cough. Wait, what is it? What is it? Yeah, sorry, cough. Uh, I forgot to get a drink. Um... The looks like the dragon is launching breath attacks. All right. Against something. You all have your individual little bits and pieces that appear to have been granted to you. Although right now, I think Mithrin is just trying to move straight ahead, having been somewhat unnerved by Caesar. Yep. Yep. Uh, Florian. Carl is doing what? Still just kind of trying to keep up with uh, Mithrin? Yeah, and trying what's going on. Um, trying to figure out who's the enemy <laughs> and who are the allies. Okay. 
Alrighty, Cesar, uh, as you're riding along and as you start to see the um, attacks, probably within about five minutes of the attack starting, the flow of skeletons and stuff that you are being able to see uh, has reversed course and there is large multiples of dead or goo or something being carted back by yep. the undead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death still rides next to you. Oh, right. I remember that. And there is still... You're actually now able to somewhat see um, its face. And okay. it looks concerned. Okay. You are... Uh, you sort of feel this... Um, sounds like something is trying to be communicated to you, but... Uh, it's almost like the noise on whatever the spirit side is going on is so loud that death almost has to shout at you that um, there is obviously much danger here, but there is um, danger to the realities themselves. And hopefully you have some sort of plan um, before spurring its horse and riding out into the uh, night towards the... Um, fighting you know it's good when when you see your uh, boss have a concerned face and it just says so oh, i hope you have a plan and he just mm-hmm. walks off yep <laughs> it's always good yep indeed okay Zenitari, you have your leather legion <laughs> of 12 or so um leather horses with riders Mm-hmm. They still surround you and bear the um, honor guard symbol of the party. Your storm is starting to crash about you. You can feel the wind kind of starting to whip up. What would you like to do? Huh. Well, um, we're seeing the dragon, and I would like to find out more about what the dragon is doing. Okay. From this distance, the dragon appears to be swooping in. Um, You see it silhouetted against the uh, weird kind of colors in the sky. But it seems to be swooping in like a hawk or an owl before um, kind of flying along the ground for a little bit. And then coming back up in sort of like a, a very lazy U. But what is it attacking? Like, what is it blowing fire at? Um... You can't quite see, but uh, there appears to be a large number of figures moving. Judging from the distance, um, these could be giants. Oh, okay. But it's still just, dawn is just starting to come up, so it's very hazy and stuff. But it's almost kind of like um, past where the (laughs) dragon is. Even the hills seem to be moving and roiling as if they're made up of not, you know, solid standard earth. Hmm, okay. Well, I mean, I'm just going to keep riding with everyone else, I assume, towards the center of this uh, fray. Okay. I just want to know who the enemy is, I guess. You sort of feel that the um, storm behind you, the, for lack of a better term, the reins are hand, handed off to you. Mm-hmm. You feel that you could almost ride it if you wanted to. But this this storm is amazingly powerful. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to save the storm for an appropriate moment because you know what happens when <laughs> what I don't. And uh, just, you know, continue to enjoy the building electricity in the air. Okay. Um, everybody make a nature check. Dice, 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 dice. Um, 23. If anyone gets below a 15, let me know. I got 18. Twenty-four. Air Schwartz. I hear you. Think Carl is on mute. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there is a brief smell of chlorine in the air that comes to your nostrils. Um, before the storm from Xanatari pushes that way back towards wherever. Pool party! <laughs> yes. But I just dyed my hair. <laughs> Note, though, that um, you smell it, but your noses do not burn. And your, uh, your mounts do not seem to be reacting to it either. Phantom pool party. <laughs> Everyone just remembers a pool party. Mm-hmm. That group hive memory, yep. Yep, those cowish tar back in Ot 42. Wow. <laughs> of legend. Stored in a crystal somewhere. That bikini. Mm. Alrighty. Uh, Mithrin. Uh, I'm just going to continue on. Um, as of, you know, Right now, there's threats uh, forward and behind, but it seems like uh, I am forward. <laughs> On we go. I'm, I can't think of a good explanation other than <clears throat> that's the way the lizard thing is riding, so go. Okay. Um, very good. Cesar, any last little bits before we go to um, Carl? Um, well, I mean, he's got a, he had a pretty powerful supposed maybe ally next to him, so I think he'll just try to at least keep an eye on where Death headed off to or is heading. Um, maybe try to uh, keep uh, as near to him as possible. It. Her. Whatever. Okay. Whatever your mythology may be. Okay. Um, Carl. Are you still uh, following Mithrin because he looks like he knows what he, um, what to do or what he's doing at least. Um, sometimes he'll uh, lean down from his lizard and swoop up some uh, rocks from the ground and maybe um, collecting thing in, in his rope. <laughs> so he's got something to throw. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, as you reach down, um, light kind of occasionally from the dawn starts to hit the ground near near where you're at. Um, you see that there is a swirling green vapor that is being blown away by the wind, but as you reach down, there's occasional little eddies of it and little curls of of stuff. Um, it doesn't burn your hand or anything, but... 
Uh, he'll try to uh, sniff the vapor like a, like a chemist, sending him to Roger's face. Okay, smells like uh, chlorine. Okay, mm. he'll um, get his nose away from his stuff and. <laughs> um, well, he'll shout out there's some stuff going uh, hovering above the crown, some green gassy substance. Better. Don't dismount right now, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, still, still riding on uh, because still is there um, basically uh, allies uh, everywhere, or is there some still unoccupied uh, space in the battlefield? Yeah, there looks. It looks like the dragon is at the forefront of the line. Um, you see the ints. You see a number of giants. There's other sorts of creatures around, um, humanoids, lizards, lizard men, that sort of thing. It's a fairly sizable force that's arranged, but you there's things there that you have never seen before. You still can't get a clear view of the enemy. But um, it does look like the ground is moving. Okay, so like, uh, Crip or um, I don't know, his lizard mount has got some sort, uh, got some sort of reins? Or does yep. it just cling onto the neck? Okay, so nope, will... nope, it's got some, got some reins. <laughs> oh, I like the oh, visual God. of him hanging on by the throat, <laughs> choking. Wait, that sounds bad. <laughs> uh, he'll grip the reins really hard and clenching his teeth and waiting for something to happen. <laughs> um... You start to hear this sound of uh, clacking or clicking on the air. Sort of like uh, a large number of insects. A chittering? Yes, yes. thank you. <laughs> a chittering. <clears throat> for, those who may be, for those who may be movie buffs, um, your classic uh, large number of scarabs in an Egyptian... Uh, movie going clack, 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 whatever. Uh, you're doing kind of like... Like this. in Brendan Fraser's The Mummy? Sure. <laughs> Where's our sponsorship? Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, anyone want to respond to Florian? To Carl? Let's respond to him. <laughs> what are we responding to? I... I... Um, Caesar would look down and, and I'm see gonna the... I'm going to make noises. <laughs> yes. That's, that's good background. That's nice. I like it. Caesar would look down um, at the, the green mist and uh, look over at, at Carl and yell over the chittering, which suddenly died down. Convenient. Oh, there it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably uh, not a great idea. doesn't look too appetizing. Uh, keep your feet up, boys. And the girl. <laughs> Um, the sun has crested over the horizon, and you can now see, now that you're about a half mile away, 
And the dragon is breathing some sort of green gas and making diving runs into this um, very shiny, black, metallic, almost movable carpet of something. Is that where the chittering sounds seem to be emanating from? Yes. That would appear to be the case. Um, you see that there are there's a giant that uh, suddenly goes down and is covered. Ugh. And uh, a few creatures take to the air that are on appear to be on the side of the dragon. Others just keep trying to um, hit it stuff. So they're swinging wildly. But um, the dragon is definitely the source. The same colored green as on the ground it appears to be coming from its mouth. Um, also, each attack seems to be slightly weaker and weaker. Lame dragon. It's not even trying. <laughs> you can't count on dragons to, you know, be all powerful. What can you count on? Fickle, fickle animals. Well, judging from the amount of time that's passed between noticing and whatever, there's been probably at least a hundred bombing runs of gas. Yeah, yeah. Get defensive of, about your dragon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> now. If I was to ask for another quarter, then we'd have a double dragon, but we don't. No. <laughs> I'm more concerned about the bugs. Okay. Talk about classic film, by the way. That movie. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Double dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as you approach now, quarter mile away, um, the gas that has been scooped up off the ground... It's sort of riding and moving along with the air currents from your storms in Atari. It looks almost sort of like you are riding amidst a green tsunami. Hmm. Well, um, so if I'm understanding you correctly, the the chittering um, area had covered the giant and, like, basically, I assume, like, consumed it? or yes. In the process of. And... Earlier, it sounded like you said the dragon was attacking giants, so I'm still unclear whether the giants are the enemy or if the bugs are the enemy that the, the dragon was actually aiming for and just happened to hit the giants. So- at, at the distance that you were at, you saw that there were giants. You were not sure what it was hitting at, but it appears the giants are on your side. They are, okay. Well, then I'm going to assume the bugs are not on our side, and maybe... Um, this kind of corrosive gas that the dragon's spitting is a good idea. So I'm going to see if I can get the storm to carry some more of that, maybe down toward the ground where the uh, where the bugs, the undefined bugs are. Okay. Are you going to try and push the storm ahead of you? Uh, yeah, I would definitely rather it get there before we do. <laughs> okay. Roll both a nature and religion. Okay. Okay, uh, 18 for nature, <laughs> 12 for religion, not very nice. Well, those would normally be kind of crappy rolls, especially for the religion, which is more the important point at this time, but I will give you an out if you want. Uh-huh. 
Um, even though you are sick, you must describe the scene in epic detail as to entice the minds from our sick and slumbery ways. Okay. Um, well, let's see. The storm is ahead of me. The clouds are tinged with that greenish color that you see like right before a tornado or something very, very bad. And uh, everything is dark where that is. Um, you can kind of almost see like a a bit of a wave coming off of the ground where like you would where heat comes up because these bugs are, you know, their wings are going so quickly and, you know, making this kind of shaking in the ground area. So the grass kind of moves. And then ahead of us, you know, you would see these clouds roll in, um, almost pushing the green stuff in front of it. And it would cover the uh, grass area where the bugs are. Um, and you'd see lightning flashing in the clouds behind it. Um, the clouds would obscure the view of what happens once the green uh, mist kind of covers the grass area. So you would just be kind of caught in this cloud like you do when you're flying and you, you go through and it's very misty. You can't see anything more than a, feet, a foot or two ahead of you until we actually ride through it. Okay. Speaking of tornadoes, you feel like there's a few of them in the storm behind you. <laughs> okay. Well, if they can be directed, that's great. But for now, let's worry about the bugs. Okay. Um, anybody here have a reaction to the sudden storm? Or the effects of what she's doing? I'm going to open my umbrella. <laughs> Ella? Ella? <laughs> oh, but no. yeah. No? All right. No, I would just be overtaken with all of a sudden, like, oh, storm here. Ah. You know, since I was riding up ahead. So I'd be a little taken aback. Let's just say that. I will shelter down in my cloak, you know, and try and stay out of the brunt of it anyway. I think Cesar, just on instinct, would um, see the, the the gas cloud stuff kind of rising up and just automatically just hold his breath. Um, but probably that wouldn't be feasible uh, for much, uh, you know, an extended period of time. So eventually he'll have to breathe uh, and whatever that the consequences are, I guess we'll see. Okay. Very good. Um, Mithrin and Carl. You are going to roll a dexterity challenge. Ooh. I need you to roll three times on your dexterity. And then we shall have Cesar do the final roll for each of you. Uh, how to roll for this dexterity? Because it isn't a skill, or I'm just stupid now. <laughs> what is what is your dexterity? Uh, Twenty. Okay. Pretty much, um, you're just going to go completely eight bonkers, but um, there should be a plus number next to your dexterity. Uh, the modifier, or is is there a number next to the dexterity on your sheet? Uh, it says uh, check ten, or um, uh... okay. So, okay, so it's 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 a it's a ten. That's fine. Um, you're going to be able to take ten. 
So what we're trying to beat here are 15s. So we're going to roll on the d20. You're going to take your number, and then you're going to add 10 to it. Right. Mithrin, and yes, I know this is house rules, so if there's someone that you know cares about this actually doing it the right way, I am not, so tough. But uh, Mithrin, what's your dexterity? Um, I got a five, and uh, I failed um, one of my three. Okay. Um, Carl, go ahead and roll your three. Oh, it's a four, so it's a fail? It's a what? Um, uh, just rolled a four, so that's a fail total. No, it's a one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and a three. <laughs> What's wrong with the 20 up here? Wow. <laughs> that, that's a bad, bad triple roll there. Dude. Hey, well, you know, um, maybe you're going to be saved by Cesar. So, Cesar. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. Roll, roll a d20 and add 10 for, uh, for Carl. Okay. Do you, want, do you want the red and blue uh, d20 or this kind of, like, peacockish... Purpley green one. What the peacockish one for uh, Mithrin? Okay, so we'll make the Superman one for Carl. Let's go. Plus ten. That's a one plus ten. Oh, oh no! <laughs> and for Mr. Mithrin, nineteen plus five. 20. There we go. All right. Well, Zenatari. Who shall I pick on first, Carl or Mithrin? I want to see what Carl says, so... Okay. Carl, unfortunately, due to um, the superior skills of Xanatari in her storm and misbringing, um, you are riding full tilt, and you don't have the ability to go at quite full speed and yet see where you're going. There are hazards out there. In this case, you and your lizard run pretty much smack into the back lower leg of a giant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And... Probably go straight out splat and play <laughs> out uh, against the lower leg of, uh, of the um, the giant um, <laughs> totally caught off guard um, trying to uh, hold on on the hairy legs of the giant while sliding down slowly. The <laughs> 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 lizard probably does the same below him. <laughs> um, the fourth however, has been enough that you have thrown the giant off balance. This is perhaps a teenage giant. Is he a mutant as well? He's very angsty. (laughs) Um, But the giant is now falling backwards. And has the potential to crush you, or at least pin you under its leg. You know, uh, shout out and try to um, climb around the leg so that it's on the uh, basically on the um, shin on, um, on the leg so on the front uh, part of the leg 
and try to pull his lizard with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, it appears that your lizard is either dazed or has suffered a broken neck. You're not sure right now. <laughs> You're not sure. But with your dexterity, <laughs> one or the other. With your dexterity, well, it's not it's not moving, and it is entirely a dead weight that you are not uh, quite graspable. But uh, what's your strength? Strength. That's eighteen. Okay. Um, you might be able to get part of it out, but um, relying on your dexterity, you may either try to drag the lizard free, or yourself free. <laughs> oh, that's a hard choice. Try to drag the lizard free. Okay. Um, you are able to take the dead weight of the lizard and using, um, what skills and what crafts you have, you are able to just barely throw the lizard free before the giant lands, pinning you just, uh, the lower half of you under its leg. Carl will go, ouch. Xanatari, <laughs> 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 um, you are suddenly um, ensconced in a sort of cloud or whatever. Just suddenly there's this, what appears to be this whis- wispy, gre- greasy hair. Suddenly goes, <laughs> like a ponytail has just kind of thwapped you in the face. Um, and something goes boom next to you. Uh, okay, how fast am I moving? Um, enough that you are able to see that there's now something ahead of you that you want to stop. Perhaps it looks like a shoulder. Okay, um, I will, I will pull Winter to, you know, I will kind of grab a handful of Winter's hair and pull him to away from that object so I don't run into it. Okay. All right. One moment. I don't know what you say to, to stop wolves. I mean, there's no woe. Like, you can't say woe. It depends. Um, you know, it could be some obedience training done to it. could be not. It could just be a simple, you know, you trying to communicate with it somehow. It's however you want to try to set it up if you think that there is such a way. I say, I am the leader I... of the pack. Okay, there you go. <laughs> stop. I was just going to say. Stop. That's just go. <laughs> exactly what I do. The squirt, the, the squirt bottle plus six comes out. Yep. Filled with holy water and bleach. Okay. All right. Um. Ah, Mithrin. Yeah. Mithrin, 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 Mithrin. Would you like Sounds a giant great. of your own, perhaps? No. Maybe. No, not really. No. I'm fine. I'm fine being giantless. Um, well, you are cruising ahead, and you happen to not notice, because you've always been sort of in the lead on on this thing, because you've got your crazy lizard going at crazy speeds, that uh, you don't notice that Carl is now no longer behind you. You do detect some movement off to your right, however. Do you wish to observe said movement? Is it, like, to my immediate right, like, 90 degrees from my position? Is it 
you're 45. I mean, like, where is it to my right? Like, I'm going to run into it, or I'm... Yeah. What a clock. Um, it's, it's something that's just enough that if you turn your head, you know, not quite 45, but in that general direction. Okay. Um, yeah, I will uh, look for that. Okay. Coming out of this immediate patch of fog and into your direction, you see full-on large talons mm. attached to a dragon. Mm. The whole big face and head is coming. As it goes on a bombing run with the gas that it is currently expelling, right across your path. Well, that is just ducky. Um, it's okay, it's super weak gas now, remember? Like, <laughs> oh, that's right. Pathetic gas. <laughs> Completely ineffective. This, is like, this right. is like, you know, old folks' home gas. Like, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Campfire baked beans gas. <laughs> Problem is, though, is that, you know, you seem, the gas doesn't seem to be bothering you guys. Um, but the talons get to you before the gas. And you no. realize that you are um, not on your mountain anymore. Hmm. In fact, your feet still haven't quite hit the ground yet and don't seem to appear to be going to do so. So I am being upheld by said talons? Like yes. I have been impaled by them? Not, not impaled, but you have oh. been, it, it's been a, you have been grabbed and oh. you, you, you are not sure if the dragon has seen you, but <clears> apparently <throat> you are in its prey range. You've been snatched by the subpar dragon. You better watch what you're saying now. Much much like hawks and other things, it may be taking you up to drop you. Well, that's just great. Um, Um, By the way, Cesar, you can see just far enough ahead that um, one moment, Mithrin is on his mount. There's kind of this foggy patch. When he comes Mm -hmm. back, um, his mount is still going at speed, but there is no Mithrin, and there's kind of the reins have been... Um, kind of flapping in the air as if one of them has been incised entirely clean. Okay. Um, I don't know if I see the talons or not. If I can, if I, if it's clear what happened. If not, uh, Cesar's gonna um, sort of pull up right around where roughly he would have disappeared and begin to look to see where he might be. Roll a perception, please. I'm not gonna use that one I rolled for uh, Carl. I'll use the other. Yeah, one. don't do that. Perception. Cesar's very perceptive. And I just dropped that in a bag of junk. Ugh, get that out of there. Ugh, not great. Um, well, I've got a great modifier. Uh, 23. Okay, um, your choice. You either see the very end tip of a, of a uh, wing, or looking around, you see that the air currents are kind of swirling the, uh, the gas in a way that a large flying creature of some kind has just come... Blasting on through here like it's rally day. Okay. Um, but it's cloudy enough that that's about all I can see, if, even if I think that might be what happened or, or whatnot. I can't yeah, really confirm you know, you, that. You can kind of figure that you might see a shadow, but there's something there's something that hauled through here. Okay. And so you can kind of... If you see enough of the wing, you'd see probably a little bit of the shadow. Otherwise, you know, your brain would probably, I don't know, figure something out. Okay. Um, to be safe, because he's not, can't confirm, he'll, he'll still stop in that area or slow down or, or whatever and, um, begin, you know, looking for him, try to figure out where he might be, mm-hmm. um, you know, call him, Mithrin! Mithrin! There is silence. 
and no other signs around, like on the ground where he might be. Any uh, nope, seeds? nope. You haven't. You don't see the staff. Um, you just kind of see that there's a, uh, you know, the lizard kind of darting in and out of the fog, and it seems to actually be kind of looping back around, trying to, it's like a jet ski. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I thought I had like one of those, you know, kill switch tethers attached, but apparently I did not. <laughs> so. We're not allowed to talk to that. Based, talk about that based on various municipal codes, okay? Indecency mm-hmm. codes. We're not allowed to. Gotcha. Good. Um, well, Cesar's going to n- not seeing any other obvious signs. Doesn't see anybody locked in Mortal Kombat nearby with big metal arms. He's going to uh, think it's a pretty safe bet that he was Mithrin was in fact snatched up by most likely the dragon and he'll uh ride off in earnest uh in the direction where he think the dragon may have gone as much as he can tell with all of this pea soup going on all right Zenitari, having stopped and managed to get winter to stop without any ill harm to yourselves um, you hear sort of a squelching sound like someone is peeling through an orange from the inside out. Or something mm. kind of wet and wet and... You know, that common sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Slow, slow, slow motion chest burster, I guess, from the movie. There you go. Um, yeah. Looking over, you realize that you have uh, stopped next to the head of some sort of giant... And emerging from the throat of the giant is the kind of a very gory banner for the party. Kind of pokes out, and uh, it is soon followed by one of your leather, your leather men. Uh-huh. Um, that it was apparently fallen upon and decided to dig itself out. Uh-huh. Zenitari's going to lean over the side of Winter and just retch a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, in, done. In a very strong and warrior-like manner. Okay. <laughs> and then... <laughs> the, uh... Winter, don't eat that. It grows. <laughs> 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 Oh, I love it! Oh, I love this group. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna, um, I guess, I mean, it's getting out all by itself, and I'll just salute it, and then move on. Carry on. <laughs> you made it. This time you'll hear a cry of, oh, Miss Centauri, I, I think... Mr. Lizard here needs help. Zanatari <laughs> is going to look at the, you know, decapitated head of the giant and tilt her head so that it's level with the face and see if its lips just moved. Um, no, by the way, it, it, it's not decapitated. It just kind of like did a tracheotomy, but from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, it's like, you know, hi-ho, hi-ho, off to work we go, the miners. for the, Right. Yeah. Like the guy in Hot Fuzz falling from the church. Um, no, <laughs> further down, or ahead of you in this case, down the giant. Uh, okay, so I guess I will ride around to the front of the giant with Winter and try to like look to see if I can figure out where this voice is coming from. 
And by the way, there's um, a couple big rings on the uh, giant. <laughs> okay. I'll think about looting that after. Okay. Um, you have to kind of stop short because um, swirling in the ground, sort of almost miss him and stomp on his head. But um, you. I'm sure Winter can sniff him out. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Well, thanks to Winter, you were able to locate Carl, who is. I feel like. <laughs> I wonder if I have anything of Carl's. Spell this! Find him! Find him, boy! Bark twice! Bark twice if you find him! <laughs> I, I, th- I, think, I think Winter shares your treasure and was perhaps um, pointing to the rings in the classic Scooby Doo dog style. Oh, of... oh thank you. Yeah. Get down from Winter. You know, forget the, forget the people. Forget the corpse-smelling dogs. Forget the drug-smelling dogs. You need the treasure-smelling dogs. I have that. <laughs> All right, I will get down for winter. Oh, 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 go, that's why it's called a golden retriever. Oh. <laughs> oh. I will and get wait. down for winter. And you earned that one. Look. Months. You okay. months. Okay. Um, Carl is half-trapped under a leg, and he appears to have dragged good 80% of the lizard out from... Under so um, the kind heart has uh, is apparently still beating, but um, the lizard is an unknown factor. But um, Carl is good and well trapped. So the lizard is alive and just laying under the leg, completely still. It's not freaking out. Um, he drag he appears to have dragged it out from underneath the leg before it fell. Um, it's just kind of laying there like a like pretending to be dead. <laughs> Oh, you don't know if it's dead until you check for it, but um, okay. you, don't, you don't recall most lizards having necks that kind of go in a Z fashion. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, okay. You might actually be able to pick it up, turn the head back facing backwards, and do it as a Muppet Okay. to Carl to explain that it's dead. But, you know, depends on how graphic you want to be on this one. Okay, um, more concerned about Carl than I am about Lizard. I will pass the Lizard by just kind of glancing at it and shaking my head. Um, and go to the, the leg of the giant. Do you um, want to face the Lizard and ask it a question? My god, no. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking in the last few moments before? <laughs> no. Um, no. How heavy is this leg? Can I lift it off of Carl? What's your strength? God. Okay, I'm going to make a confession. I have my sheet up, but if I open it... Okay, wait, I'm going to look real quick. Everyone online is going to see it, too, because I don't have any space. It's 12. Um, no, you will require a force known as physics. Okay. Perhaps a lever and counter lever. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Going over to the lizard and uh, examining it closely, uh, is it dead? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm going to take the lizard that's still wedged slightly under here, right? Yeah. I'm going to use it as a fulcrum. Okay. So that I can get uh, Carl out. Okay. Are you going to use Winter as the lever or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to make sure that the lizard is between <laughs> is between um, Carl and the giant. And then I'm going to pull the tail around Carl. I'm going to use this tail as a fulcrum, basically. I want to see this science fair presentation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so what are you... Well, it's dead, so it's stiff, right? Not rigor yet. mortis set in. Not rigor mortis yet? interesting biology. <laughs> hmm. Well, I do have a sword. I might just hack the leg away. 
Or, no, you could ask... Not your leg, Carl! You, you, you could ask what's in the territory around you, and you know we could probably work you up a good stick or something, but hey, if you want to... There's a John Deere tractor idling. <laughs> well, can't I just can't I just tie the giant's leg to winter and have him haul it? I mean, your can... horse would probably be a better idea. I don't have a horse. Then you could try to have winter scramble along and try to do. I mean, he just has to drag Ooh. it a few feet. You should you should have all those leather people do it. They were pretty good at cutting through, you know. Trachea. Else. Hey, you guy who just escaped near death by cutting yourself out of the throat of this giant. Help me with some manual labor over here. <laughs> what do I pay you for anyway? You know, they, they do have they do have lances. And uh, by the way, uh, Mithrin, um, four hundred times pi, experience points, extra free. Mm. That's great. <sighs> Fine. That's, if that's I must do it the experience. traditional way. Oh, five, six, three, seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, uh, Xanatar? Fine, if I must do it the traditional way. Oh, you... you Rigor mortis isn't that fast. Okay. Good idea, though, with using with using the corpse as, um, you know, the the base part. Well, I have the ring off the giant. I can use that as a circle and then, you know, balance the, um, whatever pole. What is it? <clears throat> On it, like a seesaw? Sure. So, okay, I'll take the giant's rings off. I'll keep one of them. And I'll put one of them in the pouch for winter, where winter is. And I will, um... Well, then, unless that's a bag of holding, that takes up most of the pouch. That's fine. Um, and then, uh, I assume that there's maybe weapons laying on the ground? Or does the giant have, like, any kind of weapons that he was using that I could use as, like, a... For the seesaw part? Uh, big giant club, and for you, it's larger than a two-handed sword, but a dagger. Okay, I'll use the dagger. So I'll slide the dagger, like, underneath the, the, the giant's leg and put the ring, you know, there. Hmm? And then try to get, like, Winter and myself and everyone else to stand on the other end, um, okay. moving the ring, obviously, so that it, you know. Just, just, so, just so what you know, the rings are actually so big that you could, if you tape them to yourself or tie them to yourself, you could wear them as pauldrons. For real? Yeah, like shoulder shoulder bling. Nice. Totally. <laughs> All right. Um, I like this idea. So uh, 600 extra experience points to use Anatari. With using the leather people and uh, physics, you are able to get a space enough that someone could drag Pull Carl. Carl out. Okay, or can Carl scooch himself out? Like how... I see you have any arm movement abilities. Are you, are you cr- are your arms crushed, Carl? <laughs> I you... don't think so. Just as He's completely paralyzed. <laughs> completely paralyzed or just held in place. I think his arms are still working, so he would be able to um, track himself um, out of there once his, the, the weight is gone from his legs. Okay. Um, immediately, Carl... After the weight is lifted, you do not feel yourself going into shock or hemorrhaging blood. Um, so it appears that your legs are in shock. Definitely some major case of pins and needles uh, later on. But you don't see any bones sticking out, and you don't see your legs flopping in any sort of weird directions as you're trying to move yourself out of the way. <laughs> I'll watch it over <laughs> you, Carl. So... Uh, he uh, crawl out there and 
say is uh, <laughs> thank you, Miss and Harry, um, and run up to his lizard and <laughs> uh, have a good look at him because I don't think that he really realized at this point that he's dead. Okay. Um, Carl, as you're dragging yourself through, you take six points of damage because the ground underneath you and also where you've been working, um, Zantari, is filled with dead scarab-like creatures. Mm-hmm. And you're getting kind of cut, dragging yourself through the various pinchers and whatever else, um, Carl. Couch. <laughs> you know, he's pretty disgusted, and he was like, that's really nasty stuff here. Um, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, has he reached the desert yet? Yes. Oh, then... He'll have a look at it, sees the snacks, and goes, Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Mr. Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very, it's very sad. <laughs> like, oh, oh, Lizzie, Lizzie, no, Lizzie. <laughs> Zenitari considers raising the lizard from the dead, but thinks that perhaps that might be something more useful later in the middle of this army that we haven't fought uh, a battle with yet. Okay. Um, thankfully, you are spared the fact, uh, Carl, that this is not uh, back at the homestead where your dad is taking the lizard out to the shed uh, with a shotgun, or in other words, known as a magic screw-you-over stick. Um, <laughs> we could skin it, Carl, and you could have a new outfit. <laughs> Make a pair of running shoes or something in its honor. <laughs> I have a really nice hat. Food? Oh. Actually, Xanatari, do you want to skin it? That, not in front of Carl. Okay. Carl, do you want to skin it? So you're also uh, in the middle of a battle. This is not really the place for taxidermy. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, no. There's afterwards. M- M- Mithrin, I remind you with this party, when is there ever anything time for a normal thing? A cup, of, a cup of tea could radically alter the course of timeline, whereas... Well, it's the Brownian motion, you know. You know plus why. something you know, that's like big and major and horrific could just absolutely like do nothing, so it's... It's very Hitchhiker's Guide, gotcha. Yep. Um, okay, so you've already gotten an award of XP... Zentari. Nice job. Um, what do you do once um, Carl is free? Well, um, I would like to continue to the main battle area, the battle site of where we're doing, um, and I would like to meet up with everyone else because I'm sure they've gone on to do other things while we're here looting giant's rings and making fulcrums. Um, you hear fighting off in the distance. Um, it, it is pulled away from you. Um Cesar's not around, and you don't see Mithrin anywhere. Okay, well, I'm going to check on Carl. I mean, is he walking and, and such, or is he seriously damaged? Mm, he is injured, but uh, looks like he will be able to walk probably in five, ten minutes. Okay, then I will maybe do a minor action. Let me see. Sorry, chat, that I'm going to... She's going to dump water on you. She hasn't in <laughs> twenty episodes. Stop! I have not actually. I should. I should create water and dump on him. Um, Wake up! I am awake. I know. Hey, the lizard. Uh, okay, I'll holy cleansing him. It's a daily minor burst five. Um, 
He will make a savings throw with a plus five power bonus against each effect on him. Um, in addition, if he has a disease, you can use a healing surge uh, to improve by two stages or whatever. Um, basically, if you want to spend a healing surge, you can do it. It's not a, it's not for serious wounds. Well, I don't think you would um, take it because that's not six <laughs> points of damage isn't too bad for him. Uh, so he's really he, a uh, flesh wound. Also, yeah. He's really but, a flesh uh, wound. Uh, maybe right. a little bit uh, better now and less crushed, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> still pressed. Uh, got pressed um, a hand against his hip and. Uh, creating his teeth and goes, uh, uh, thank you very much, miss. I'll, I'll go, um, uh, excuse myself to the giant now. Uh. <laughs> excuse me, Mr. Giant. I'm so sorry you're dead. <laughs> well, um, I don't think you know he's dead right now. Well, there, there's a small little problem with that, but actually, I think kind of Xanatari just helped fix that problem. Um, Xanatari, your, uh, holy cleanse goes off. There's the burst and, um, the hand of the giant kind of shakes a little bit as if there's a little bit of muscle memory and you realize that the giant has just passed peacefully away. It wasn't dead? Someone ripped through its throat and it wasn't dead? No. Oh. Go through a lot of blood loss. Yeah. Well, that's big. tragically it was. It, it was going to be a horrible death but um, your use of your thing gave it enough uh, comfort and whatever to pass to peace. Ew. Comfort and whatever. Ew, that's <laughs> terrible. I'm going to I'm going to look at my leather my leather armor, um, you know, soldier, and I'm going to frown really strongly in his direction. <laughs> I'm just going to frown really strongly and just you maybe go to raise your a finger. Man. Next time you stay pinned under that giant. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, Next time running, you go through the think heart. About what you did. Yeah. That that particular leatherman, um, the uh, flag is now just starting to defy based on the amount of wind that you're doing. It's just now starting to dry enough of the gore and whatever that's on the flag, so the flag starts to flutter again. Kind of in a <laughs> hi um, yeah. sort of way. Three of the leathermen, this um, particular one that went through the throat included, is surrounding the dead lizard and kind of looking down at it. But does acknowledge the fact that you have just scolded it. Okay. Um, two of the uh, Leathermen have knives and look like they're about to skin the... Pretty sure all Leathermen um, have knives. Oh. I knew that it was coming at some point. <laughs> I knew it. I was just <laughs> waiting for it. Like, tossed, you know... it up, <clears throat> tossed it up. Uh, <laughs> nice. Maybe one of them even has a chainsaw? Faces on that or two? It looks like they may be going on a recruiting drive using the uh, lizard, um, unless you have an issue with that, um, Zenithar. Or quickly get them away and off towards whatever may be. They're going to go on a recruiting drive with the lizard? In other words, they're going to make another Leatherman? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take Carl um, by the shoulders and go, Carl, let's head over here towards where the dragon was just a few minutes ago. I, there's something really important I need to show you. 
Oh, uh, yes, Santari, and um, if you allow me these questions, am I still allowed to join you? Because I seem to get everyone killed around me right now. Sanitary <laughs> <laughs> um, likes at him and kind of smiles, and then she's just like still talking to him as if he was five. Like, I'm alive. We're f- look, look, I'm alive. It's fine. It's fine. Look, winter's here. I'm here. Let's just walk over toward the dragon. So, that nasty squelching sound from behind. It's, thankfully, from where you've moved him, um, he can't see that even when he turned around because you've moved him around part of the body. Right. Like, she just starts to talk louder, like, to cover the noise. <laughs> Do you like candy? <laughs> I like candy. Look at the beautiful green color that's... The, the smoke and the... Maybe, maybe you'd like a peppermint. We'll find uh, you another mount. It's fine. Look, there's so many horses. Just... Even the winter's kind of going along. Here's flat tail between the legs, kind of slinking along. <laughs> uh, Carl, uh, yeah. Um, even even Pinhead from Hellraiser's like, ooh, damn. <laughs> ooh, nasty. <laughs> yeah, he'll um, let himself uh, get uh, ushered away and try and uh, yeah, still looking very sad and trying not to cry at this point. <laughs> but he's, he's happy that St. Harry's with him. Cesar. Yes? Yes! <clears throat> so, you've ridden off towards uh, where you think the dragon went. I did. Yeah. What Very valiantly. About? What are you going to do about it? Keep going. Try to get a sign. Look out and keep an ear and an ear and an eye out for, uh, okay. for the dragon. Well, that's good. So you're able to uh, dodge some things that are kind of kind of out there. Um, you feel things going clang, clang, clang against um, the bottom of your steed because you are on the mechanical horse. Sorry, the mechanical squirrel. Uh, it looks like there are some sort of bugs or scarab things that are trying to grab a hold or chew on the legs of the mount. Okay. But it's very, um, kind of a very feeble, like the gas is just about ready to kill mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's, I mean, stopping probably doesn't sound like a great idea, so if anything, he's going to just try to keep his pace or, or pick it up if possible and, uh, you know, be on the lookout for the dragon, and, and if there's no sign or, or sound, just try to keep keep a true course. It may be hard to navigate, but try to keep, you know, going straight. Okay. There is enough of a clearance in the fog that uh, for a brief moment you are able to see what appears to be a moving Mithrin indeed in the one of the claws of the dragon. All right. To which we go to Mithrin. Hi. You are uh, still haven't hit the ground. Occasional patches of clear have shown you that uh, should you wish to hit the ground... That may not be an optimal decision at this point in time. <laughs> um, everything is green, so you presume that you were in the clutches of the dragon. And there's a whole lot of unknown going on for you. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I would like to look around, first thing. Um, 
look below and above, I guess, uh, but starting with below um, to see, is there any of those giants nearby? Uh, no. 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 There is, there is, there is what appears to be a party of pegasi type creatures. Mm-hmm. How um, close are they? Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything within, within shouting distance or whistling distance of where I am? Let's say is that. Is there a moth fluttering nearby that you could whisper? Yes, that it? would be excellent. <laughs> um, you know, if I can just... Exactly. <laughs> now, 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 the eagles are off helping Gandalf right now, so they're kind mm-hmm. of busy. Right. Um, you have two choices. One, there's the dragon. Mm-hmm. Or two, you lower your pants enough that you're, the whistle of your butt cheeks <laughs> in the air. Okay, that's, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that goes against my idiom. Um, <clears throat> what about you, I, I, I think I will go with, uh, uh, how, is the dragon even know that it is holding me? Let's, is that even apparent? Mm, potentially because it is not unflexed. Okay. Um, are my arms free? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would like to uh, smack the dragon. Not hard enough to injure, but just to get its attention. Um, the dragon kind, you sort of see the flicker of an eye kind of back at you for a moment. Yeah, and then I'm going to go, Me down! The, um, you sort of kind of go start to do a barrel roll. <laughs> do a barrel roll. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and as you do, um, it sort of brings its head up and around uh-huh. and sort of stares at you with one eye and the other eye and then sort of head, head face on. Yeah. And you swear that the dragon almost winks at you before the wings cut in and it drops like a rock heading towards the ground, picking up extreme speed. <laughs> so am I still, like, within, like, looking distance at the dragon as we're following yes. us down? <laughs> I'd be like, you're an idiot! <laughs> this, is the stu- this isn't what I meant, you <laughs> stupid dragon! <laughs> and with that, Xanatari, uh, take us out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can find out more at Destiny4Dishonored.com. Find us on iTunes uh, at Destiny4, obviously, and Twitter at Destiny4, too. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast, or you can find us on BanterCast.net, where you can see this show, you can see the Gray Area Podcast, and you can see another show that's part of the BanterCast Network, which is called Soundstage Podcast. Anyway, BanterCast.net. We are also here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Genesee every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can follow us here to get notifications when we go live. So please do so, and we'll see you next week for a worldwide adventure. Hopefully feeling better and less disgustingly sick. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.